Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel, a licensed esthetician and certified laser technician. And I'm Alita, a licensed esthetician and integrative health practitioner. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. club. (laughs) Hello, guys. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. And welcome if it's your first time listening. Oh my goodness. Yes, I've been meaning to like reintroduce ourselves. Okay, let's introduce ourselves. (laughs) Hi, if you're new, I'm Rachel. I'm Alita. Thank you for joining. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, okay, we're so awkward. We're being so awkward already. Um, Okay, so this is my voice. My name's Alita. I'm Rachel. Hello. That's Rachel. Um, Happy one year birthday, to the skin club podcast i can't so believe cute. it oh my i gosh. know yeah it's been a year because our first one dropped january 3rd of 2022 yes and now we're, we're like well when this comes Just out over. it'll be it, it was this week that we recorded yeah so but crazy so crazy so thank Best you year ever. if you've been here thanks for keep coming back and if it's your first time thanks for joining yes welcome welcome okay so if you're new we do something so fun. We're like, we always, since like the very beginning, we've done our weekly favorites and our weekly updates. It's like our favorite part of the episode. <laughs> I love it. I love seeing all the links. Yes. And it we just get really chatty. So we're going to start off our episode as we always do with our weekly favorites and our weekly updates. All right. So my first one are my Taz Uggs. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. I've been living in them. I'm wearing them currently. Um, my mom, she knows I really wanted them. So so for Christmas, she got them for me. And so she got me the black and white ones. And they're I'm so cute. obsessed with them. They're so cute. So my Taz Uggs, for sure, are weekly favorite. And my second one, I love, love, love cheesy movies, cheesy TV shows, <laughs> like all of it. I love love movies. And so recently the new, have you seen the after movies? No, but I think you told me about them. Okay. I love them. So the fourth one just barely came out on Netflix. So I just started, I haven't even finished it. Um, is it like an older, like an old school movie or what is it like? Well, it's like, I think it was based off of a Harry Styles fan fiction. Oh, cute. Um, so it's like the main guy is like, this really cute British bad boy Got tattoos <laughs> and like the main girl's like a goody girl, good girl. There's and four like, of them? No. <laughs> there's the guy. Wait, no, like there's four movies though? Oh, I thought you were saying like no. four. No, like, yeah, there's four movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there's four movies Um, and I just, I love them. The new one just came out and. So I need yeah, to watch you them. should watch them. They're a little spicy, so don't watch them around. Like, I'll watch them alone. Right, I can go play video games. <laughs> it was so funny because, like, well, I've had Jason watch them with me before, <laughs> but um, last night I wanted to watch it, but like when he's playing video games, I can't watch TV. So I was telling him, I was like, because oh. he's playing with Ryder, I was like, Jason, I wanna, I wanna watch yeah. my show. He's like, well, go watch out there. I'm like, I can't. I don't want my family to watch again, yeah, and I'm watching can't. something spicy. Yeah. So. That's why I didn't finish it. Got it. That's how I was like with my books because I was like listening to all my books on Audible and I'm like, I really can't be listening to this with the kids in the car. Like I got to take this tomorrow. So then I start reading my Kindle. 
How is the voice on Audible? Because I've never listened. Like, is it very monotone? Oh, every book is different. Sometimes oh, okay. it's like the author that narrates it. But I have, I think I've only had like two books where I was like, ugh, like I do not like this narrator. But I love the people who narrate Colleen Hoover's. I mean, everyone reads those and yeah. those are pretty popular. But um, yeah, a lot of times it's the author that narrates. Okay. I was going to say, how funny, like you're reading something spicy and it's like something very monotone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he grabbed her breast and then he... <laughs> You know, that would be pretty so be a, funny. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> kind of awkward. Yeah. But anyways, what's Love your that. weekly favorite? <laughs> I have a few. Um, First off are my new Jory Fit workouts. They absolutely wreck me. Um, So they're a great time, but I absolutely um, feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> my body hurts everywhere. Like I did legs on Monday. It is Saturday. And I'm still sore mm. from my Monday workout. I'm yeah. proud of you. My quads are dying, so it's fine. But um, my second weekly favorite is our photo shoot that we just did for the podcast with Carly. Um, you guys will see the pictures. I hope we have a few that we can post when this goes up. Yeah. So you guys will see that. And then I got mascara, like just the little travel sizes from, I got one from Rare Beauty rare beauty yeah and then i got another one from okay i'm gonna put land lancome yeah okay yeah how you say it Uh well that's how i say it there's like a a thingy over the o so i don't know how you pronounce that but i like them both they're both really great um so yeah i got those (laughs) and my last one is tiktok i I have been posting on tiktok every single day since the beginning of the new year i've noticed you've been popping off yeah, uh, I just decided I'm going to be a creator instead of a consumer this year. I like that. And so I'm just trying to post more, but go follow me on TikTok at Alita Brock. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest to, you know, just expose myself to different platforms and not just have all of my business be on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, we are also on podcasting, but. Uh, yeah, I just get terrified that one day Instagram is going to be like Facebook old and I'm not going to have any way to communicate with people. Yeah. So yeah, I started doing a lot of TikTok because that was one of my goals this year was to just do TikTok as much as I can. I love that. So I, I've stopped giving any flying farts about anything that I post. As you should. And now I'm just posting anytime, any time of the day. I'm loving it. Thank you. Thank you. Please censor me <laughs> if I need to be censored. <laughs> okay. What's your weekly update? Um, <clears throat> well, we took our podcast photos. So freaking Weekly fun. update. Yeah, with Carly. I, I'm i so excited. I filmed uh, behind the scenes. I filmed us as we were taking photos. So I'll probably post that in the next couple of days. We can post it on Monday when this comes out. Yeah. So I'll post Two it days. on Monday. Yeah. Um... We launched our hoodies. And we sold out? In hours. <laughs> like, someone messaged the podcast and was asking how long they were going to be up for. And I was it like... It was like noon. Yeah. I was like, honestly, I don't know because we have limited quantities. So, like, I, my guess is a couple of days. But no, no, no. A couple hours. Yeah. is crazy. So, thank you. Yes. So, now they're opened up for pre-order. Yeah. So... Yeah, pre-order will still be up, right, when this comes yeah. out? Yeah, so you can still order if you want to when this yeah. comes out. I think we're going to, so we're going to close it, let's say, Monday night. Um, okay. 
because we got to start shipping things out. So yeah. Monday night, but expect like a two week turnaround time because these ones, the pre-orders are obviously made to order. So it takes a little bit longer to get them in and then print yeah. them and then sh- sh- like ship them. So yeah. But if yeah. you ordered on Wednesday for the first drop, you sh- can expect yours this week. You should have it. Hopefully by now. They ship pretty quick. Because I shipped them on Wednesday. Oh, was it Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? Wait. No, 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 no. Friday. I, my days are mixed up. <gasps> I shipped them on Friday. We, didn't we even... dropped Wednesday. Yeah, that's shipped right. Shipped Friday. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Okay. okay. Sorry. My brain is not working. <laughs> We're recording later than normal. Yes, we are. Um, But yeah, so we launched our hoodies. That's an update. Um, okay. And my last update, um, I have been so invested with the Idaho murder case. Have you been keeping up with that? Um, here and there, I see some things like on TikTok and I just heard that he was like, um, studying criminology, which is absolutely creepy. Yeah. But that's about the extent of what I know. Yeah, I have been following this case. I think just because like we're like close in age to them, like it just hits closer to home. And like I was just living in Utah, like with roommates and it's like, oh my gosh, like it just hits close to home because we're around their age. And so I just have been so invested and just, you know, you want justice for these families. And so it's crazy a cop because they arrested, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Brian Koberg. What's up with these Bryans being freaking murderers? (laughs) So, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's his name. But um, the police was saying, like, he's pretty sure that he's the guy. So, I mean, if you aren't familiar with the case, four Idaho college students were killed. um, Like two months ago? Yeah, like two months ago. And I guess Brian had been stalking the girls. Yes. Since, like, August. I heard that. So he lives in what is like Pennsylvania or something. He like Mm -hmm. lives in the East and he came over and I guess he's vegan. The girls that worked, the girls, I guess, both worked at a vegan restaurant and he would go there frequently. Oh, I I didn't know that. And then I guess the night that he killed them, I think he followed, I don't know. I, I could literally be pulling this out of my butt, but I remember hearing something like he followed them from like home or like the restaurant yeah i know he did circle the house in his white um car three times before he parked behind their house and went in and one of the surviving roommates came out recently and said that she saw him in the house and like people are giving her crap like why didn't you do anything and it's like i'm sorry like if that were me i'd probably go hide in my closet and be silent because like you don't know you don't know if he's lingering yeah if he's gonna stay in the house or if he's hanging out outside the house if there's more people like you just you're terrified in that situation comes back like for the bodies or something like Mm -hmm. you don't want to be like wandering around your house yeah oh and he left the sheath of his knife um next to one of his victims and Wait, what's the sheath? So it's, I think I'm saying it, I could be saying it wrong, but the cover of the knife. Oh. So it's like this brown leather cover. Yeah. He left it by one of his victims. And so they were able to match his DNA. <gasps> Even though he's wearing gloves, they still were able yeah, to. Yeah, he touched it with his hands at one point. Yeah, they were still able to get his DNA. And oh, so they're icky. like confident, like 100% sure this is the guy. Well, I heard that the guy, Brian or whatever, his like college... Oh, what is it like his science partner like so like so mm-hmm. his college partner or whatever 
was always like, yeah, he's kind of off. Like he would like talk about almost like fantasizing, like how to get away with a murder or something. Okay. Yeah. I've heard things like that too. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I heard girls talking about it at work when I was like in a treatment and I was like, oh my gosh, how creepy. Yeah. Oh, so anyways, I just, I've been so just, I've just been following along this case cause I just, I've wanted answers. Mm-hmm. And so this all info's recently come out. So yeah. Well, justice for the, yeah. these people or these kids' families. I, I mean, we want to give more attention to the victims than the... Exactly. You the don't want to murder. Give but. him what he wants. Yeah. So. Ugh, Anyways, what are your updates? Oh, my hot husband turned 28 on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, Ryder and I just on the... Okay, so his, his birthday is the 4th. We... Okay, on the 3rd of January, that's like our meet anniversary. Like the day that we like Aww. had our first date, essentially. Yeah. And it's been eight years. We just hit our eight year anniversary. Wow. Dude, it's almost been a decade. Literally, that makes <laughs> me feel so old that I've been with him for so long. It just like freaked me out. But it's always like so fun because we went on a date um, the day before his birthday. And like, I remember <laughs> I was like 18 I was so young, mm-hmm. like looking back, I was so freaking young, but we like went on on a date and then the next day I was at work at my dental office job and I remember like I was with a patient and then like my phone gave me like a Facebook notification. It's like Ryder Brock's birthday is today. I was like, what the, I was literally with him last, like last night and he didn't oh even tell gosh. me and apparently he left his family dinner early to come on a date with me, Aww. but they were celebrating his birthday that night. I'm like, what the heck? That's so sweet. But it was super cute. And then he and I ended up going out the following day and we went and got him some tennis shoes um and he literally just got rid of them like on the third so he's had them for eight years literally eight years and he just got rid of them because um they had like so many holes in them and everything but it was just crazy like how long he had those shoes for anyway so we went and got him some new tennis shoes (laughs) for his birthday and then okay so that was uh, this week, Ryder turned 28, and then Tommy um, has her baby blessing tomorrow, which I'm super excited about. I got my nails done, and I overpaid for them. I paid $80 for mm. nails. They need to, like, give you a quote before they do something. Um, Did you do acrylic, or what do you have? Yeah, I did acrylic, but, like, last time I got acrylics, it was, like, $35, $45. Yeah, I feel like that's normally what I pay. 80 Tell wow. me how it was 80. I have no idea. I should have asked for like a breakdown, like an itemized receipt <laughs> or something. But no, I guess just if you want the Haley Bieber nails, they cost $80. I mean, they're gorgeous, but I love that them. is a lot of money. For Way nails. too much. Yeah. And then I got a spray tan this week. So I just feel like physically I am ready and I got a lash lift. So I feel like, and I get my brows on on Tuesday. My, my tan's going to wear off, but I've got all the things done. I love that freaking pictures. So yeah, self-care time. I gave myself a facial on, I think it was Thursday because my client no showed me in the morning. So I like went live on, on Instagram and I like gave myself a facial. Ooh, what facial? (laughs) The hydrofacial. I just like dermaplane myself and then I gave myself a hydrofacial. So it was fun. Nice. But okay, let's talk about today's episode. Oh wait, we have a fun little thing that we're adding to the podcast. It's a new yes. little segment that we're doing. So we'll do it before yes. each 
episode. We'll still do our weekly favorites and weekly updates before every episode is normal, but we want to start adding in a true or false skin fact kind of skin yeah just to kind of get your brain rolling before we (laughs) get into the episode test your knowledge about random skin facts yeah okay are we gonna do the one we talked about before yeah yeah you can read it (laughs) okay so the first so we'll just do one yeah it doesn't need to be a big thing (laughs) (laughs) okay true or false the sun skin cancer kills more people than cigarettes. Okay, what's the answer? True. True, guys. Skin cancer is very common. I want to say it's the most common cancer. I, think I could I be wrong. That is. I need to check an updated um, cancer site, but the last time I checked, it's the most common. Which is so crazy because it's as simple as wearing sunscreen. Yeah yeah <laughs> to prevent yeah so wear your sunscreen wear your sunscreen go get your derm checks take oh, care I of have it. one this upcoming week on Do tuesday yeah yeah it's my first time getting like my full full body done but i think i told you guys about that nasty mole that i have on my head that i didn't know about until my <laughs> client pointed out like a month ago yeah. <laughs> i'm getting them taken off <laughs> yeah um <sighs> Yeah, I need to do that too. I want a derm that gets a magnifying glass and looks at every inch of me. Like I want to be 100% yes. sure. Yes. I need to exfoliate my tan off, I think, before I go. Oh, yeah, you probably do. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, let's jump into today's yeah. episode. <laughs> hormones and the skin. We know that hormones interact with a lot of parts of our body. So... Of course, it affects our skin, but first we should start off with what are hormones in the first place? Okay, so hormones are chemicals that coordinate different functions in your body and carry messages throughout your blood to your organs, your skins, your muscles, and your tissues. Um, These signals tell your body what to do and when to do it, and hormones are essential for your life and your health. So studies or scientists have identified over 50 hormones in the human body so far. Uh, hormones and most of the tissues, mainly glands, hormones, sorry, hormones and most of the tissues, uh, mainly glands that create and release and make up your endocrine system. Hormones control may, uh, many different bodily processes, including your metabolism, homeostasis. Um, so it's like regulating your blood sugar and blood pressure and electrolytes in the body and your temperature. Um, it affects your growth and your development. It uh, affects your sexual function, your reproduction, your sleep and wake cycle, and also your mood. Awesome. So that's what hormones do. They affect everything. So, well, first, let's talk about puberty. We all go through it. So how does it happen? It happens when your pituitary gland, which is a small organ, um, at the base of your brain that produces organs. So hormones. When, <laughs> what did I say? Organs. Produces, <laughs> produces more organs. Produce more organs. Hormones. hormones. Yes. Um, yeah, when it produces more hormones. Um, so when that is stimulated, um, it releases hormones to act on your sexual organs to produce um, estrogen and testosterone. Testosterone. So how does that affect the skin? So when you're going through puberty, hormones trigger the sebaceous glands, 
which in turn can create more sebum production or oil in the skin. So this can lead to seborrhea, which is excessively oily skin, or it can lead to clogged pores and large pores and blackheads and acne. Um, I'm sure if you're an esthetician, you, you've seen your <laughs> teens come in that are super oily with acne concerns. It's very common. Um, but due to higher levels of testosterone, it is much more likely for teen males to be prone to acne as compared to females. So it is very normal to experience acne at this time. Um, so what can you do? I would just say my two cents is to keep your routine simple. You don't need to buy like $600 worth of skin better products for your team, you know, keeping it simple, having a nice cool ice roller to take down some inflammation if they're struggling with acne, um, get a good cleanser, change your pillowcases, get a good moisturizer. You don't want to overstrip your skin at this time. Um, if your teen is wearing makeup, make sure they're washing their makeup brushes and maybe just go see an esthetician once a month or once every couple months just to get a deep clean. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit about, okay. So I took some notes about like what the heck is a menstrual cycle. I feel like most girls have no idea about what their cycle entails. So I'm just going to give you guys a little breakdown. Yeah. What happens during the month? Um, so The menstrual cycle is the name for the repeated hormonal changes happening in our bodies during our fertile years. These these changes cause menstruation and may also trigger other physical and emotional signs too. The menstrual cycle um, ranges like in length varied from person to person, but regular cycles are defined as being between 21 to 35 days in length. And it is common to have irregularities from time to time, but stress can affect your cycle and... um, like other certain conditions can like endometriosis, PCOS and different things like that. Um, so I don't know if you guys know this, but you can track your cycle based off of your temperature. So our temperature is um, affected by our menstrual cycle for the first part of it. For the first part of our cycle, the temperature is lower in our bodies, but hormones um, in the second half of the cycle cause our body temperature to rise. So this link between temperature and hormones is key to finding out your fertile window. So your body um, starts its cycle when you start your period. So the first part of your cycle is called the follicular follicular phase. So this starts the first day of your period. Your period is caused by the lining of your uterus shedding. Um, it's common to experience many cramps and tiredness. Um, so just during that time, obviously, on your period, take it easy and be kind to yourself. Um, then during that follicular, follicular phase, um, you're just having your entire like hopefully seven day cycle and then after your period um like all your cramping and everything should subside and then your mood can improve as well um and this is thanks to the hormone estrogen so one of your ovaries is growing a follicle and that will become an egg as well so you may also notice an increase in your sex drive because that's telling your body like I'm ready to make a baby. And that's, did you say after your period? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. So then that's when you ovulate. Oh, okay. So then ovulation is here. So then the cell that was growing, um, like that egg is now fully formed and is ready to be released. So this is called ovulation. So progesterone levels are high after ovulation, causing your body temperature to rise as well. 
So then you hit your luteal phase. So after ovulation, so this is like around, I would say like day 14-ish. So after this, then you um, are going into your luteal phase, which is the second phase of the menstrual cycle. So your estrogen levels drop off, but progesterone levels stay high. And this uh, hormonal change can cause PMS symptoms and, um, and like the lead that goes up to your period. Okay. And then, so if you're feeling hormonal, mood changes throughout the cycle are completely normal. Um, but these are caused by the change of estrogen and progesterone levels. And typically we feel our best leading up to ovulation, but we may experience mood swings and irritability like before, during, and like right after your period. So everything is based off of essentially estrogen and progesterone. So that is like the the circle of your cycle <laughs> like how mm-hmm. how our bodies even come to the point of being able to i guess um like have a period and then ovulate or and or get pregnant mm-hmm. during that time so that's the cycle and that's why like our skin changes so much during that time our mood changes so much and so like especially like during the ovulation phase it's kind of crazy because back in like like the olden days, like old, 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 like caveman days, mm-hmm. like when women would have their cycle. The reason why like your skin all of a sudden looks like nice and glowy after your period is because of your ovulation timing. But it's supposed to be like you're glowing. Like it's supposed to be like radiant and like attract the to men. attract the men to yes. get you pregnant. Well, and then, and then your hormones start to rise and you start feeling hot and heavy. And mm-hmm. so it's like no wonder we created so many freaking people on this earth because we're glowing and we're the horn dogs you know (laughs) yeah did i ever tell you how i think it was my esthetician teacher she actually taught me in school how to remember like or how she explained the period she said you you get really glowy your skin starts to glow your eyes are shinier your hair is shinier and then when you don't get pregnant your body punishes you I guess <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. And so I, I never forgot That's that. so funny. <laughs> yes. Okay. So now we're going on to pregnancy. Okay. So how does pregnancy affect the skin? So um, again, skin changes with the arise of um, a surge of hormones. So the skin can become more reactive or inflamed. Um, melasma is very common. It's also known as pregnancy mask. And breakouts can happen or it can give you a really healthy glow and shiny hair. So not every woman will experience the same changes. Um, but let's move to stretch marks because that's also a really normal part yeah. of pregnancy. Um, do you have any tips for stretch marks being someone who's had babies? So... I want to say a lot of it's genetic. Mm-hmm. I think you'll hear this like time and time again. Um, like some of my sisters have gotten stretch marks during their pregnancies. I didn't get any except for like my very last day, I think, being pregnant with Tommy. I got some like on my like pubic bone mm-hmm. and it's because she sat so stinking low, but now it's gone. So oh, okay. I didn't get any, but I also drink about a gallon of water a day. I think honestly, just like keeping your skin supple and drinking tons of water. And I was pregnant during summer twice, like the time when you're literally the most dehydrated, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just chugging, chugging, chugging water. Um, and then I just use like body oils and lotions when I wanted to, 
Um, with my first pregnancy, my belly was super itchy. So I felt like I was grabbing, um, I use daily repair a lot because it helps oh, stimulate collagen. You're smart. Um, and it has like the onion bulb and mm-hmm. whatever other like horse, what is it? Horse nut or something. Something like that. Something, yeah. Um, so I, I used that a lot during my first pregnancy. And then the second time I actually used the Osea. Yes. Um, body oil and I loved it and I didn't use it every day like I can't say that I was like oh lathering up all the time but the times that I felt like uh like my skin just feels very tight that's when I would use it but I would say that the biggest thing that makes a difference would just be how much water you drink that's really helpful yeah good to know that's my two cents and then if you ever are if you do have stretch marks you can always get treatments done. Yes. Um, you could get microneedling. PRX. PRX. You could get the cool peel laser. Amazing. Um, there's lots of things. I know there's people who do camouflaging oh, out yeah. there. I'm more of a, let's just get to the root of the problem type of gal, yep. but that also works and can be fantastic. Yeah, totally. So. Um, okay, the next one's melasma. So 50% of women show some sign of mask during pregnancy or melasma. So to avoid this from happening, a good SPF is necessary and hibernating from the sun as much as possible. I want to say that this is why, um, okay, I'm rewinding. Okay. So for example, like why they say not to use like uh, retinol during pregnancies because it makes you more photosensitive and because you're already so prone to hyperpigmenting while you're pregnant, I feel like that's why they more so say to stay away from certain chemicals and things during pregnancy um, because it does make your skin already like just, super sensitive. Yeah, you're already way more reactive. Like even just using um, gentle cleanser like from Glymed on my face when I'm pregnant, it literally sends me into shock. Like it feels so spicy. Really? But when I'm not pregnant, it doesn't do anything. But I used Alpharet during my entire pregnancy, but I also used a ton of sunscreen during my pregnancy. And mm-hmm. I didn't get pregnancy mask, but again, I think it's something that is genetic a lot of times. Um, like if your mom gets melasma, you're most likely going to get melasma. And um, I know I have a, I've had actually like a handful of clients who have gotten melasma from birth control. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. So it's just like the giant with the hormone hormones. change that just screws yeah, up. Hormone change mixed with the sun is a recipe for hyperpigmentation. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've never seen melasma, it almost looks like a faint pigment, like almost like a butterfly shape. Yeah. From your forehead down. Kind of like contour. <laughs> yeah. Literally. But around your lips too. Yeah. Um, a lot of women just get it like on their upper lip too. Mm-hmm. And like if you get like waxed or something and like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That can happen too. So. Yeah. Yeah. But for that, you can do chemical peels. Cosmolon peel. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, okay. So let's talk about the pregnancy glow. So like I mentioned earlier, again, everyone's going to have different symptoms. Some people may get stretch marks. Some people may not. Some people may get melasma. Some may not. Acne, pregnancy glow, and so on. So with the pregnancy glow, um, when you're pregnant, your body produces more blood. So that results in more blood circulation through your body. So this increase in blood circulation causes your face to be brighter. So hence the glow. Your body is also producing more hormones that cause your oil glands to work in overdrive. So it makes your face a little more shiny. So both of these things can result to the pregnancy glow. 
but the oil glands can potentially cause acne and be contributing to those concerns for someone who is maybe getting acne while they are pregnant. Okay, next up is menopause. So at this time, the skin's ability to regenerate slows down um, because estrogen is depleted. And because of those, um, or because of that, ceramides, collagen, and hyaluronic acid levels begin to drop dramatically, resulting in accelerated signs of aging. Um, And so your skin is also slower to heal. You'll find that it is harder to retain moisture at this time. Um, so you can use different like cream cleansers, incorporate vitamin A to help boost that collagen and hyaluronic acid production. You can use a a rich moisturizer with ceramides, um, to focus on the barrier and then also using a quality vitamin C and wearing SPF every single day really helps too. Yep. 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 Okay. Let's talk about hormonal disorders. So that's going to be things like PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, endometriosis, diabetes, hyper, hyper or hypothyroidism and things like that. And each hormonal disorder that affects, um, has an effect on the skin. Um, but it'll differ with everybody. But um, typically, it just can cause the skin to heal slower than normal. And you can also experience sensitivity. You can be more reactive, prone to acne, extreme dryness, or oiliness. Um, So I'll talk about PCOS. Um, It's a common one I personally see a lot in my treatment room. Um, So a lot of symptoms with PCOS include acne on the lower parts of the face and the upper neck. Um, especially around your period. Um, and oh my gosh, endometriosis can also manifest on the skin by acne on lower parts of the face. Inflammation is more common in people with these conditions. Um, so I've seen things like eczema, hives, dermatitis, and psoriasis as well. So what you can do is just to maybe use ice rollers to calm some of the inflammation, maybe use a cooling mist, soothing products. But again, you can't just say one thing for everything. Everyone's skin is different. Everyone has different concerns. Um, and with a lot of things too, like this, I always will recommend clients out to see Alita for hair scans um, because she is able to pull your hair and see what the root of your problems are and how you can internally help with yeah. things like this. Um, my heart really goes out to people who struggle with PCOS and endometriosis. Those are so hard. Yeah. I used to struggle with PCOS. Um, essentially my entire youth. Yeah. Like my periods were so bad to the point where I would pass out because of the pain. Um, I would have to wear a TENS unit the entire time that I was working because like my cramps would be so bad. Oh my gosh. I would have like almost little to no bleeding, but I would have two weeks worth of full periods and I had to be fully medicated the entire time because I literally could not function. Like oh. it was so painful. And like, I just remember like my dad would like bring in like a heating pad and like would just come and like scratch my back because I would just, I would be like bedridden in high school and it was so stinking painful. And at one point I was like, Kate, hey, I'm just like so done with this. It was affecting my weight so much and I could not lose weight for the life of me. And during that time I struggled with eating disorders and like nothing was fluctuating my weight at all. And if anything, I just kept gaining weight, which like looking back, it just makes sense. <laughs> but I went and saw a naturopath and she put me on like all these herbal remedies 
And within six months, I went from having a super painful like period for pain for two weeks and like little to no bleeding for like a day or two um, to a full seven day bleeding period with no pain. And with all three of my pregnancies, like I, well, I was told I wasn't going to be able to get pregnant or if I did, it would be very hard and it would be very hard to keep the pregnancy because of just the state of my ovaries. Yeah. Um, but with each of my pregnancies, like we were able, we were so lucky to be able to get pregnant on the first try with each each one. Mm-hmm. And I really contribute that to focusing on my hormonal health and like the foods that I ate and like the quality of food that I ate and making sure that I was like leaning into what was good for my hormones versus like just trying to live a life that was hyperactive with my hormones. Um, and so something, at least for myself, something that really helped was first off seeing a naturopath which also I think getting a hair scan, I've had a few clients come in now um, who have been struggling with their period. I had one client um, like a week ago who she had never even had a period and she was 16, almost 17. And she's like, I don't know why I'm not getting my period. Um, But uh, she pulled vitamin B. She was like deficient in vitamin B on her scan and like a few other things, but she started taking it and within a month her period started. Wow. For the first time. That's amazing. And other people have been able to like start almost regulating their periods now. And I just, I I know that when you, when you're in touch with what is affecting your hormones and when you try to balance your hormones, it inevitably fixes your cycle as much as it can. Yeah. I do understand like that sometimes surgery is necessary for these conditions, but a lot of times it's all just in internal, like just making sure that you're balancing your body and figuring out what your deficiencies are. But okay, something that I found really helped was seeing a naturopath, switching from tampons to like menstrual discs. Don't use a menstrual cup because those will prolapse your uterus. Wait, remind me, what's the difference between a menstrual cup and a menstrual disc? Okay, so a menstrual cup, um, if you've seen like a diva cup or something, so they... Literally like a cup. Like a cup. Okay. And it has like a little string or a loop on the bottom and you can pull it out. Mm-hmm. But they have like a really tight suction, which is awesome, like for when you're on your period. But like with years and years of using them, people have started to prolapse their uterus, which means like it literally falls out of their body. Why? Because of how tight that suction is. <gasps> so now they have things called menstrual discs. So they're just like little, um, it's just like a little disc and you insert it and you like place it up against like your pelvic bone. So it just rests in there and you oh. only have to change it like once a day. And it's, it's really nice compared to the menstrual cup because the menstrual cup, it kind of TMI gets your fingers dirty, especially like if you're out in a public place. I believe like that, yeah. It's, it's kind of hard, especially if you have like a heavier flow, but with the menstrual disc, it's really nice because you can just kind of like bear down and push a little and it'll self-empty the disc. And then all you have to do is just like pop it back in, like just push it like back over the lip of your pelvis. Okay. And then it's like secure back in there again. So I love the menstrual discs because they don't have any suction. And so you're not like worried about pulling out your uterus. <laughs> so it kind of looks like a cup. It looks like a cup, but it functions a little differently. Okay, good. To, I so have no idea that was menstrual a thing. cups will pull out your uterus, and menstrual discs are very safe. And I heard that you can even like uh, be intimate with a disc in. Like really? they have some that are like meant just for like period 
intimacy. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so okay. I don't, I have never tried it. I don't plan on trying it. That's just like not my thing. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's just really interesting. Like when you start to swap out your products. Oh, also switching to like fragrance free things um, because fragrances are endocrine disruptors. So making sure that you're not using just different cosmetic products that can affect your hormones if you're someone who is easily affected with your hormones. Yeah. So we love Dime Beauty. Dime is They're amazing. Perfumes. I love them so much. <laughs> I use them all the time. I, Allie just got me um, a new perfume. <gasps> I love you. it. Seven oh. Summers. Oh, I love that one. It smells so oh, good. It's so good. So just, guys, watch out for your hormones. Watch out for your clients' hormones. I think getting a little bit of knowledge behind what causes these breakouts is super effective and getting to the base of the problem because we can, I mean, we can work topically all day. Like yeah. I think we've gotten amazing results, but I think it's really nice too as estheticians to be educated in the root cause of the problem yeah, so that we can give longer lasting results, not only to our clients, but also to ourselves. Yeah. We're not trying to do a bandaid. We're trying to fix get it to all. The root. Yeah. Yes. So if you guys have any more questions about hormones or anything, please let us know. We could keep doing like some women's wellness episodes, I think, and taking deeper dives into just all the things Mm -hmm. women's health. I think we did get um, a submission to dive more into supplements. So maybe we can do that one soon. Yes. Okay. That would be so fun. And maybe we can even do like a live hair scan for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm due for another one anyway. So <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, this is all we have for today's episode, you guys. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, nope, nothing. Just thank you for listening. And if you have anything you want us to talk about, just let us know. Yeah. Oh, and we will be doing a Dear SD episode. Oh yeah. We kind of haven't been doing that. Yeah, we'll do it next week. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've been doing it once a month, but I feel like the last little bit we've just... We were very busy. We've been very busy. Yeah. Okay. So. So we'll see you guys next week. We love you. And feel free to leave us a rating and review. It it honestly helps so much. So much. And we love you guys every time that you leave one. We kiss you through the phone. (laughs) We send screenshots. Did you see how nice this person is? (laughs) Oh, you guys are truly the best. We have the best listeners. And we could not do this without you guys. So we love you. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love to hear from you. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Skin Club Podcast. Feel free to message us for recommendations on future episodes and let us know what you would like to hear on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening.